everyone. Welcome to Fur Baby Talk. This is episode 9, Puppy Food Aggression Training. I'm Sue Genosa, your host. So get a drink, sit down, put your earbuds in, relax, because we are going to be talking about the best things we have in our lives, our fur babies. I hope you enjoyed the episode. everyone. Welcome to episode nine, the puppy food aggression training. Um, my last podcast for puppy training, I went into, I touched on um, our puppy Addie has uh, food aggression and I received a few emails about it and asking if I would do an episode on food aggression training and what I actually have done with her and the exact training, what I have done with her and um, explained, you know, why it happens, you know, all that good stuff. So here I am. And I wanted to start with that when I first found out, I realized that she had food aggression because at first I, I really didn't realize she was being a little brat and going after her brother, Lucky, um, with toys. Um, she would, I would feed them both at the same time, meaning, you know, the bowls go on the ground and there were times that she wouldn't even eat. And she would go and attack Lucky and chase him away from his bowl and eat his bowl. Now, it's funny because she was five months old and probably she was probably like four pounds when I brought her home in three months. So she was probably like eight, nine, maybe 10 pounds, maybe. And that's a huge maybe. And Lucky is 40, 45, you know, 45 pound dog. Though Lucky is going to be 15. This time she, you know, he was 14 at the time when I brought her home last October of 2019. So at first I thought she was just being a brat and I would yell at her and pull her off her and pull her, pull her off of Lucky. And you know, with those puppy teeth, that hurts. So he was protecting himself. So it got a little rough and then she would eat her food within literally 10 seconds, 10 seconds. Then it started, she would eat her food 10 seconds and then go for Lucky's bowl. And it's just like, no, you can't do that. Then I thought, okay, you know, I'll feed her over here, you know, instead of next to each other. Like all my dogs before have always eaten, but okay, Addie will be different. (laughs) Um, That 10 seconds, boom, and she was right back over by Lucky. And then she started, if we were giving them treats, I would give both of them their treats and she would take her treat, drop it and go after Lucky and attack him, take that treat from him, eat it and go back for hers. And then she started um, with toys. Lucky couldn't have a toy. And it wasn't that, oh, let's play. I want that toy. We can play together. It was she would go after him and grab the toy. And, And he literally could not have any toy whatsoever. And when I realized that we had an issue was when 
um, she went into Lucky's bowl and I went to go grab her, pick her, you know, I was just going to pick her up and she went after me. And I said, okay, we have an issue. There's something going on with her. Um, she shouldn't be like this. She's, you know, five months old and I didn't know what to do. So guess what? Google was my buddy. So, um, I looked up on Google, like, why, what is this? And, you know, I, I really couldn't find it because I didn't know. Okay. I'm like, okay. Aggression and puppies, this and that, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't even know it was called, you know, I would even call it food aggression. I, I didn't know. So I called one of my friends, Julio, who is a, tra a dog trainer who helped me with Lucky. I went to his training classes with him when we adopted Lucky at a year old. Um, so I called Julio and I was telling him what was going on. And he said, Sue, she has resource guarding, quote unquote. And I said, resource guarding? And she's, he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, oh, so, and he goes, yeah, food aggression. You know, she wants to be the alpha dog. She wants to be the boss of all of you, you and him. So you have a little teenager on your hands, you know, basically a three-year-old, not a teenager, three-year-old wanting to be, you know, want her way. Okay. I'm like, joyful. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Julio, tell me what to do. So he was like, first thing I'm going to tell you is he has to be consistent. You have to be consistent with this, uh, you know, and there is a chance that it might not all go away. She, you know, she might have this for the rest of her life. You just have to deal with it and control it. And once you know how to control it and, um, be able to handle it you can control it and control her and she will be happier so he gave me the things that I needed to do instructions I should say um, items that I needed to do now Addie had already been through puppy training and she knew how to sit she knew how to stay uh, for the most part she knew how to come um, she knew how to leave it and drop it um, for the most part, leave it and drop. It was still, you know, training ongoing, you know, I was still training her with that. And she had just went through the first class. I think it was right after Thanksgiving that we started her on there. I forget now, to be honest, but, um, so she went through the first training class and I was going to wait till after Christmas to go start the second one. And the second one didn't start till after, after March, I believe it was. And then we were all in lockdown. So there you go. But so he gave me all the tools and the instructions of what I had to do. So I'm going to explain to you exactly what I did. First, I'm going to tell you what you're going to need. If you already have your puppy and you're going through this, um, don't worry. It'll be okay. You'll be fine. The puppy will be fine. And thank you for not bringing him back to the breeder or to the pound or to the rescue. If you're listening to this, you want to help your dog. You love your puppy and you want to help him or her just like I did. We loved Addie. We love Addie. 
and we wanted to help her. So um, congratulations for being a true human animal lover. So you're going to need a leash, which you probably already have. I took a, a cheaper leash that I've had. Um, since I'm a dog walker, I have the looping ones that you just put around the, uh, the neck. Um, I have regular leashes, so I found the cheapest one that I had. And you're also going to need the prong collar. The prong collar is the ones that have the prongs, you know, the, the I want to say little sticks, but, you know, steel sticks, <coughs> excuse me, that go into the neck if you um, pull on it. Now, um, if you're like me, you're like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing that, but do it, do it. So get the prong collar. If you decide not to get the prong collar, I get it. I, I get it. I, you can still train your puppy without it. I'm just saying that pulling that leash, correcting that puppy and, and you don't have to pull her, you know, where, you know, the whole pull her off her feet. You just have to tug her a little bit and she'll, she'll, with that prong collar, she'll get the hint that you want her attention and she's doing something wrong. So you're going to need, again, the leash, the prong collar. And you're going to need to come up with a code word. Now, during the training um, training class, I came up with the code word, okay. And that's what I use. So today we're going to use my code word, okay. If you want to use it, God bless you, you could use it. Um, no strings attached. And you could use the code word, okay. So let's start with eating. So you have another dog in the house. I'm, I'm going to go with what I did because I have another dog in the house. So if you don't have another dog in the house, you just do with what I'm going to explain what I did with Addie, not with another dog with eating. So I was instructed to do from my trainer. And thank you, Julio, if you're listening. And I made Lucky's first, Lucky's food first. Addie is on her leash. Oh, and you keep that leash on anytime she's, that dog is in the house. The only time Addie does not have her leash on or did not have her leash on was when she was outside going potty or she was in her crate. Otherwise, she had that leash on. So keep that leash on. It's, it comes in handy. I, I'm going to recommend it now for every puppy that anybody that has a puppy because even for you don't want the puppy to go on the couch you don't want the puppy to go on your bed you, little things you nope no off you know and you just tug the little leash on her and she gets the hint and and it's it is a it's a great idea personally I I, I was amazed so I made Lucky's food first Addie was on her leash I put his food down. He had to eat. While she, he was eating, Addie had to sit, and I would tell her to wait. Now, she was sitting by her bowl. Now, their bowls are probably two feet apart, and I didn't want to change that. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to change this. This is how we have fed our dogs for 34 years, 
and this is how it's going to end. And she's just going to have to deal with it. So that's what I did. I would bring her by her bow, tell her to sit and wait. And I put my hand palm first in front of her face and I would tell her to wait. And she had to sit and watch Lucky eat. And the reason being that if you have another dog in the house and if you bring in this new puppy, that puppy has to realize that that older dog is the alpha of her. So that was that. Then after Lucky's all done, I would tell her, okay. So she came with me and we went to go make her dinner. And uh, Julio told me I had to get ready. I had to spit. Yes, I said spit in her food. And the reason for that was beca- is because in a pack, the alpha dog eats first. And what is left on that food when all those puppies come and eat? Yep, their spit, their saliva. I did not spit. I didn't put a goober in her food. It's pretty gross, in my opinion. So I just did raspberries, you know, got my tongue real wet, right in her food. She got a few sprinkles of me in there. That's what I did. Then I took her over to her place to eat and I told her to sit, put my hand up, told her to wait. And as soon as I put that bowl down a little bit, she got up. Nope. You have to sit. You have to wait. That dog, you don't have that dog move, and you do not say okay until that bowl is down. Now, at first, I would wait, and I would count one, two, to five seconds, and I'd say okay. And I worked my way up to that, so I would do two, two numbers at a time. So the first time she did it, I put it down, one, two, okay. And then I worked her way up to, you know, until when she got the two, once I got to two and she got that down path, then I went to four. Then I went to six. She got all the way up to 15 when I was training her. Um, and she still, she still does it. You know, she'll still wait. She'll look at me and, you know, I, I, okay, it's okay. Go eat. And so that is the consistent of their food. Um, when Addie was always done with her food and Lucky had already eaten, she would always go over to Lucky's bowl. Now, Julio told me I shouldn't even let her near his bowl, but I didn't listen to him. I let her and I would tell her, you have to wait. And so she would just walk away from her bowl, his bowl, even though it was empty. I would tell her to wait and she would walk away. Now this was, she was five, five and a half months old when we started training. She's 14 months old today. So when I started this journey on my training for resource guarding, I wanted to know why dogs have this. So I started the training and then I started Googling. And I wanted to see why, why do dogs have this? I mean, I know they're animals and they're descended from the wolves and, uh, but I wanted to know. And every article that came on 
the screen and I read every single, single, single one of them. Every single one of them said it was either inherited or by puppies and litters. You know, the when the puppies are in the litters before you take them home, a lot of time breeders have the litters together, of course, and they put a couple pans of food down and then they eat all together. Well, you know, they're fighting, you know, they're, they're eating so fast. They're trying to get as much food as they can before their brother or sister eats it. That makes sense to me with Addie because I'm telling you, she ate her food and I am not kidding. I don't even think it was 10 seconds and it was gone. So I see, I could see that being her. So in hereditary, I don't know. I, I you know, my guess is good as yours. I, I have no idea. But here we are. I have a dog with food aggression. If you are listening to this and you have a, a, a little puppy or you adopted a dog that has food aggression, it, it's going to be okay. Again, it'll be okay. You'll get through this and that dog will be fine. Just know like what Julio told me is that it might not all go away. You might have to, but once you train that dog and you can handle that dog and control him or her, it'll be better. And so you'll know what to do. So once I got all that Googling out of my mind, I'm like, okay, you know, this is, this is who she is. We all have issues. You know, people say, oh, you know, so many, I guarantee you so many people and Julio said it too. It's just like, you know, she's lucky she got you because other people would have just taken her back. And she would have went home to home to home and God knows what would have happened to the poor little soul. Um, but that's not, that doesn't happen in my house. So she is what she is. And we handled it and we are handling it and we move on and we love her. And if you're watching this, you love your puppy too. And you want, you want that little puppy to be as happy and, and you want to be happy with this puppy. So, and I know how you're feeling because it is frustrating and you, you get angry and with training Addie at the beginning, oh my God, it was, I mean, it's, there were times it would take me 10 minutes to get that bowl, especially first training her. It took me like 10 minutes before that bowl hit the floor. Or she has a little stand. So in the stand. So it, it, it was frustrating for her. But you have to train them. And you know. Do, puppies have such. Um, short. Spans. You know attention spans. But with training like that. I, I, I we, had, we have to do it. You have to do it. So it, it's, it's frustrating. Oh my god. I, so many times I would get so mad. And I would always think, if you ever watch Caesar, you know, he would tell you, he would tell the people that he was with, you know, uh, you know, walking. That dog feels your emotions. They know that when you're mad, you're sad, you're angry, you're, you, you, you know, you're frustrated and you're angry with them. So when I would get angry with her, I would drop her leash and I would put my foot on it. And I know she could still feel it. I know she could still tell that I was mad. And I would try. At first, I, it, of course, it didn't. It was just, it just happened. But.
but as the days went by, I was like, so you have to get, you know, your crap together here. You can't let her know that you're mad at her. She's a baby. She's a baby. She was five months old. She's a baby. And so that's what I kept telling myself right before we started training, literally, I mean, before breakfast, before dinner, um, that's what I did. I would tell myself, remember now, Sue, chill out. She's a baby. She's learning. You're learning. You're learning together how to do this and how to handle her issues. So keep telling yourself that. And you keep telling yourself that and you'll end up believing it and it'll work. So you get that down. The dog, your puppy is learning really well and she's getting to be, uh, I don't want to say a normal dog, but eating normally, um, not having issues with you. What I did when she was doing this, she would eat, I would take her bowl away. I would put my hand in her bowl. Uh, yeah, there were a couple times that I, w- I would hear a growl and I would, this is what I use. Ah, ah. And she'd look at me and I'd put my hand on the bowl. I would just put my hand on the bowl, take it off, put it back. She growls at you, correct her. With, uh, uh, like I said, I use, uh, uh. It, it's, it's amazing how it works. It's as silly as, it's as silly, as silly as you sound, it worked. Um, and as that goes on, I would pet her, pick up her foot, tickle her toes, play with her tail. It's just, you know, I mean, it, the puppy, you're going to have to go around her or something, move her. The puppy needs to know that you're going to be okay. And she growls or goes after you, you correct her. Use the leash, pull it on a litter, tell her no. Or eh, eh. And I did, I did that. Eh, eh. I thought I was going to turn into it. I, I don't think I was ever going to say any more words, but eh, eh. how many times I said that to her or no. So that's what I did with her. Now it worked. It really worked. So now getting to the resource guarding of toys and food, meaning treats. It, I did the same thing with the treats. They both had to sit. Lucky had to sit. Lucky knows how to sit. Um, Addie had to sit and she had to wait. Lucky got that treat first. Then Addie got his, her treat. Um, I kept a hold on a leash. Oh yeah, there were a couple times. Hell yeah. She tried to go after him. Nope, you're not going to go that. And you know what? If you're going to do that, you're not going to get a treat. You have to sit and you have to wait. And that's when I started really waiting. You have to wait. Count five, six. How many digits? How many numbers do you get on what I did? You know, I remember I explained to you about two seconds and I went up to four seconds and I went to six seconds. That's what I did with the treats too. I would hold it up and say, okay, you have to sit and you have to wait. And I'd go one, two, okay. One, two, three, four. Okay. Six, eight, ten, twelve. 
like I said, I got up to 15 and that's as far as I've gotten. Now with the treats, it took, uh, it, it, that worked. I think she got that lucky was the alpha, even though she still wanted to be boss. She still wants, she's st to this day, she still wants to be boss. According to her, I think lucky lets her think, yeah, 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 whatever. I'm 15. I could care less what you think, you know? Um, so with the toys, what I had to do is lucky would have a toy. Julio said, don't, and I would say, oh, I'd send him a video. She's sitting there watching her or watching him. No, 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 Sue, give her a toy. Distract her with another toy. So I, I would give her the same exact color. You know, they have these, you know, purple dogs, blue dogs, and, you know, lucky had a blue dog. She got a blue dog. Nope, nope, she wanted his dog. Nope, you can't. And I would tell her to sit and you have to wait. Same thing if she, if he was chewing on a bone. No, you have to sit and you have to wait. You have to wait. That's his bone. Here's your bone. And I would put, you know, face her another way or put her on the couch or put her on her bed that was on the floor and um, put her toy there or the bone. Here, this is yours. And to this day, she looks at me and she'll grab it. And, and now she's learned. What she does now is, let's say I'm lucky at a bone and she, you know, okay, here, here's your bone, Addie. And she'll take the bone and she'll literally touch, lay right next to Lucky, touching him. Chew on the bone for 10 seconds, maybe. And then get up and sit and watch him chew his bone. And to this day, I tell her, you have to wait. This is your bone. She has never taken, once she got the, the hint that she, once she got it, that she wasn't supposed to, or she couldn't, she wasn't allowed to attack him with that toy or bone. She waited for him. So she waits, especially for the bones. Now there's a toy that they both get and she'll chew on the ears and the tail and stuff. Well, Lucky pulls off the head and takes all the stuffing out. Well, she loves chewing on the cut-off part of the head. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what to tell you. The dog's nuts. <laughs> but she likes to chew. She likes to, to get all the stuffing out, too, if, if Lucky didn't get any of, you know, all the stuffing out. But she has come to the point where she'll sit there and wait for Lucky to pull off the head, take all the stuffing out and she knows when he is done lucky just turns ahead literally he turns her his head with the toy probably between his paws between his legs and Addie knows that it's okay to take it they have they have come to understand each other with that and it's now they still play crazy. She'll take a toy from him. She runs. He'll run after her. Um, she'll have a toy. And Lucky's like, oh, no, I want that toy. And he'll grab it and he'll run. And she runs after him. But that's their playing. And so they have come to the point where they play now. And it's not, um, I want to be alpha. No, you're boss. No, I'm boss. Um, I, to be honest, who's boss? If I was going to say... Who's 
who's the alpha between the two of them. I still think I still think it's lucky and and I think the only reason why I'm going to tell you that is because I tell her to wait on things so she knows that, you know, he he has to go first. So with that with the toys were longer. I will have to say the toy took a little longer than the food. So with the treats, I took over the, you know, I went through the treats, I went through the food, I went through the toys. Now I'm going to go through um, her guarding a stick or a leaf. Um, she's brought a mouse into the house, dead, thank God. Um, she must have killed it because it was still warm, so she killed the mouse. She brought. She has brought in live cicadas. She's brought in dead cicadas. So, um, oh, and a dead bird. She killed a bird in the middle of winter, brought it into the house. I was like, what do you have? And she come walking in. I just opened the door. She came in. I didn't even look to see what she had anything. And I'm like, what do you have sticking out of your mouth? But she, I told her to drop it. And she drops it. And it's this bird. I'm like, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? And it was bleeding. So I, she, she had killed it. So, and it was still warm. So, um, but with that, she would guard it. She didn't want you to have it. She, you could not take anything from her. Or she will bite. She would bite you. There's no doubt in my mind. And to this day, um, it's, I get that in my head. It's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't take it. Oh, no, hell no. I'm taking that. That is mine now. You, 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 I told you to drop it. Now you walk away. And at the beginning, she, obviously she would have her leash on. And when she had something that she wasn't supposed to have, you know, they, they tell you in, in class, if they have something that they're doing, a treat. Well, let me just tell you something. If you have a puppy that literally, because I will say this, Addie was smart. Smart as a tack. She would drop it. And I would give her her treat. She wouldn't eat it. She'd go back and she'd grab whatever she had, stick and she'd run behind the couch or wherever she was going to run. And she would have, I'd walk, let's just say she ran into my office where I am now. She, she would run in my office, drop the stick. Her paws would be on that stick while she would be in the treat. And I thought, man, you are just too smart for your own good young lady. So what we started doing with that was... I, I would literally throw the treat and go, here, go get your treat. And then I would grab whatever she had. That's how I started, especially with things that was, I mean, she, you know, she would bring in, she would find screws, the things that dog found. I don't know where she found them in our yard, but especially with the things that could hurt her. I didn't want her to swallow a screw or, or stuff like that. You know, I didn't want her to eat the dead bird, um, uh, she, even though she's fed raw, but I still didn't want her to eat a wild bird because I'm always afraid of somebody poisoning animals um, and then her getting the poison. Same thing with the mouse. She had to drop it and leave it. But that's at first what we did. We were um, throwing the treat where I would get whatever she had. Now, with the sticks that she would bring in, 
I would just tell her, you know, you go outside because she would just chew on them. She just chewed, chewed them up in little pieces and that was it. But anyways, so as it got farther into the training, it was like, no, this has to stop. I can't be throwing a, a, a treat, you know, five feet away from me to give me enough time for her to stop it. And that this was the hardest part of her training. I have to say that took the longest time. In fact, she just stopped attacking us, I'm going to say less than a month ago when she's 14 months old. That took the longest. So if, if your puppy or your dog is doing that, just be patient. So that's what I did, especially with something that she wasn't supposed to have, something dangerous, um, something dangerous that she couldn't have that could hurt her. I would throw the treat and, you know, sticks. I didn't want her to make a house and get all that dirt all over the house. So I would throw the treat. That's how I got away with it. But um, recently, about a month ago, I'm going to say, um, since Lucky is deaf, I can't tell him to leave it anymore. And the dog's behind us. Um, she, they have three little chihuahuas and Lucky just loves barking at them. Now, years ago, God, this has to be four or five years ago now, I trained him to leave it and he stopped barking at them. So all of a sudden he started barking at, at them again. And I was like, well, I, we can't, I was telling my husband, I was like, we can't correct him because he can't hear us, you know? And because we would just yell across the yard, leave it, Lucky. And he would look at us like, okay, fine, I'll leave it. You know, and it came down to the part that he wouldn't even go over there. And then, oh, and oh, wait, he started bark. He'd go, he'd bark twice at the gate, at the fence and literally walk away. And I was okay with that. You know, my husband was like, he still barked. I'm like, yeah, but he barked twice and he walked away. So let's leave it alone. You know, and so I think that was more like, uh, oh, oh, boo-hoo, you stupid little dogs, and he would walk away. <laughs> so now all of a sudden he was doing this, and I couldn't correct him. So I thought, oh, good old squirt bottle. I go, let's let's try the squirt bottle. Because, um, of course, now Addie's barking at the dogs. Addie never barked at him because Lucky never did. So now Lucky was barking, and so she was barking at them. And I'm like, okay, we got to stop both of this. You know, we can't, every time those little ones come out, this is crazy. So I got the squirt bottle. Well, guess what? The squirt bottle worked for Lucky, squirted, and it worked for Addie. And now they go outside, and the other dogs come out, especially Addie. I'll say, Addie, you, you leave it. And I'll, I'll, we have the bottle outside. And she's like, okay, I don't want to get squirt. She hates that thing. But guess what? That helped with her guarding of sticks and leaves and whatever else that she was bringing in the house. And we, we would bring it in the house. And she, would bring, she likes to pull off bark off our tree in, in the yard. And she was bringing those the pieces of bark in the house. Well, you know, they're all dirty and full of bugs and ants and God knows what. And all of a sudden, I was like, drop it. And, of course, she was like, no, you ain't taking it. I'm like, oh, yes, I am. 
So I went over there. I'm like, yeah, let's try it. Brought, picked up the bottle. And I said, Addie, you leave it. And I had the bottle in my hand. She walked away. I never even had to squirt her. So I was like, huh, we might be onto something. So anytime after that, I started just picking up the bottle. And I'd have it in the living room or, the, you know, wherever we were. And all I would have to do was show it, and she would leave it and walk away. And at first she was running. Now she just walks away. But she does drop whatever she has. Uh, this morning she did it. Last night she did it. She had some kind of plastic. I don't know where she got found this plastic yesterday. And I, I said, Addie, what do you have? And she looked at you, you know, the little innocent brown little eyes. Nothing. And I said, drop it. And she dropped it. Didn't have the bottle with me or nothing. And she walked away. So she, is, she was starting to do this. And now I'm praising her for it. Good girl. And... Every so often, if I'm, let's just say if we're in the house, I'll go get her a little treat. And just to praise her for that. And, but not all the time. I praise her or give her a treat. Not, it, it, she's not going to get a treat every single time. But that worked. She's not growling at us anymore. She's not going after us anymore with it um, when she has something. Um, now, I... There's a part of me, I wonder if it's just her maturing a little bit. Um, I'm hoping that was that as part of it, since she's 14 months old, I'm hoping that that was part of it. But then I think uh, the squirt bottle had a little bit of part of it because she hates that thing. Even to, We could even be outside and she'd be barking at um, our neighbors and I, I'll call her name and I'll pick up the bottle and she, she, she stops barking. So... Um, so that's another way of doing it. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't hurt the dog. You know, I, I would, but you only squirt if they do something wrong, if they don't listen. Um, that's what I had to explain to my husband. You, okay, they walked away. You don't squirt them when they walk away. You, it's, they did what you wanted. You only squirt if you say, let's say with the dogs barking at the dogs, if they didn't stop, I squirt them in the butt. And that was it. They they would walk away. But if you tell them and you show the bottle and they walk away, you do not squirt them. You tell them, good boy, good girl. So that is what I've done with Addie. Um, like I said, she's 14 months old now. It's been five days. And she has been eating breakfast and dinner without a leash on. And she has not gone after Lucky for food or anything. Um, I let her go up. She, she'll smell her bowl, like I've explained it before, but without a leash now. And she will go up to Lucky's bowl while he's eating. I tell her, you have to wait. Now, I, I am always right there for dinner in the kitchen. I'm always right there. Um, I don't leave. I don't, you know, like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Nope, nope, nope. You, I can wait five minutes, you know, or go before I feed them. And um, so now I just tell her to, you, you have to wait, Addie, you know, and she waits and she walks away from his bowl and she goes to her bowl and she eats. Um, 
she always checks his bowl after they're both done to make sure he ate everything. Um, there have been times where she or Lucky has left food in his bowl. And I tell her, no, 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 no. You have to wait. It's not yours. And she has walked away. So what I'm telling you right now, even though you're, if you're going through this, it's, it, it gets better. It's really, really gets better. But you just have to do one thing. And what's that? Be consistent. Be consistent with your puppy. Um, and he or she and you will get through this. I, I hope that I answered everyone's questions about everything. Um, if I haven't, you could always email me. I changed my email address. It is now furbabytalk at yahoo.com. And um, you could email me with any questions that you have. I have no problem answering questions, any questions with training or holistic ways that I, I helped Diamond through her cancer. Um, I've had people email me about um, the diarrhea, stuff like that. So, I mean, you could email me about anything you want. Um, I wanted to thank the few people that emailed me. I want to thank Ron and uh, Sally and Lisa for emailing me about with questions about training um, for resource guarding and food aggression, which is the same thing, by the way. Uh, resource guarding is just a trainer's way of explaining it. Um, so I wanted to thank you for um, uh, asking questions about it and wanting a new episode for it. And you could always email me about anything you want again. And if, if I miss something, if you have a question on whatever I did, just email me. Um, so I'm going to end this this episode right now. And I want everyone to stop after this episode. Go hug your dog. Go hug your cat. Go hug your bird. Whatever pet you have. And remember, we all have issues. And your little puppy is adorable and you love that little puppy. And you will be fine. And that puppy will be fine. Just be consistent with your training and you will make it through everything, just like I did. And our little Addie is, we call her our little monster. She's our little monster, but she's our little monster. With her issues or without her issues, we love her. So go and love and hug your fur babies. Bye, everybody.